0: Oh, welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brenn. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What do you do, you big Tennessee Homer? <laughs> hey buddy how's it going <laughs> hey merry christmas shane hope you had a great That's right morning. we got new years right around the corner but before
1: mm-hmm. we get there brother we got us some bowl games to get to you know what oh man did you have a good christmas oh yeah we'll get to that i mean did you because i'll tell you what ma'am I'm in bad shape, Mike. I mean, you're going to see it when I send this video. You're going to say Shane's hair's growing out. He doesn't (laughs) care about himself anymore. I am in, I have ate so much shit this week, Mike. It's ridiculous. Like, I haven't had normal food in like eight days, it feels like. Like, if it's not a sausage ball or or a cheese ball or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I've not had, now that I think about it, I don't know if I've, had a complete meal with 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 vegetables in like eight days. So New Year's resolution is coming up, Mike. I'm looking forward to that. So until then, I'm, I'm just gonna keep spiraling here and uh but I did have a great time, man. I had a great time. Got to see uh the kids, the family, um, you know, just being around. You know, there was some that we lost this year. So, you know, there was a little bit of that going on. Everybody can relate. But um uh, but all in all man it was a it was a good Christmas and I hope you guys had one too yeah, and if the audience
0: surely they know by now Shane you are basically the king of resolutions. so yeah can't <laughs> wait to see. How that- <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh i think we should take bets on how long it lasts you know i mean big orange walks bama walks you know i'm just I'm, I'm just a big walking failure mike but i feel like this is the year i feel like you know i just hit 40 it's like if not now then when i gotta get my shit together so uh yes uh hang, hang loose we're gonna have some more of that talk a little bit closer toward the end of the week here uh but you know it's 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 still my favorite time, Mike, because this, we're at the tail end. where, you know, unfortunately, the SEC's kind of struggled here out of the gate. Yeah, but um, I, I think we bounce back, Mike. I just, I, I, I feel like we're we're about to start start showing the country how good this 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 conference is, and I, I feel like we've kind of fell short here the first two games. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to our picks in just a moment here, Shane, not, you
0: know, not a ton on this episode, but I wanted to start. We'll talk about uh, what just happened to Missouri in just a moment, but always got to start with something light if we can. Mm -hmm. And a real must champ, Shane. He's back. (laughs) In the one time of year, Kirby lets him speak down there in Athens, and he opens his mouth to troll Kurt Herbstreet (laughs) For all them Herbie haters out there, they'll love this one. Can you take us back to uh, January 1st, 93, and the Citrus Bowl, the only time Georgia's played Ohio State? What do you remember from (laughs) that game?
1: It was a good win for the dogs. Uh, you know, so we had a pre, uh, not game, but uh, I guess a luncheon, and a Herb Street got up and threw a pass across the room. I knew we had a shot to win. Uh, so make sure he knows I said that.
0: All right, Shane. So, hey, 93 Citrus Bowl, Georgia won 21 14. I didn't realize that's the only time Georgia and Ohio State have played. Yeah. Up until now. And, of course, Georgia won it. And uh, as Muschamp noted there, Ohio State didn't have much of a quarterback in that matchup. You know (laughs)
1: what? I love this, man. And and it's kind of wild because – I did not know this. Uh, I, I, I it seems like those teams should have met more often, yeah. um, even in regular season. They maybe schedule a game, but it is wild to think that that's the last time. And uh, and Georgia had their numbers, so that's always good too. And <laughs> and Muschamp, I think he needs more mic time. I, I think they've been sheltering him a little bit too long down there in Athens. So uh, it's it's nice to see Muschamp cut loose here. Yeah.
0: We have yet to get your thoughts on Missouri. They lost the bowl game to Wake Forest. You kind of teased it there. The SEC already sitting at 0-2 this bowl season. Everybody loves to pile on the SEC when they drop a game or two here. But, uh, you know, thoughts on that, you know, losing to Wake Forest. I mean, that's a quality team, I guess. But very disappointing. Thoughts on that. And maybe just your overall thoughts on where Missouri is Under drink, three years into the program. You know, we're making bowl games, but we've yet to even win one. Uh, You know, they're so close. I mean, the record does not indicate how good of a team this was this year, but that's great for guys like you and I to sit around and talk about. If you're a Missouri grad, you're a Missouri student, you're a Missouri fan, that's probably not good enough for you. What's your thoughts on old drink so far three years in up here in
1: Columbia? Inconsistent, Mike. I I think that's the word that keeps coming up with Mizzou. Even in this game, there was moments late in the first quarter, uh, Cook was going on a drive and and, and connecting on everything, and Luther was catching balls, and and it just looked like they had – they had their shit together and then it falls apart again yeah. and and you know if it's not the offense messing up it was the defense it just felt like there was never consistency throughout this entire year on both sides of the ball they just couldn't put it together they had all the pieces they just couldn't complete that puzzle you ever put one of them puzzles together and you're missing one right there at the end that just that's missouri football and they just couldn't couldn't quite do it and because they had the talent and what's discouraging is you know we're getting to the end of this thing, and not only did we drop this bowl game, which you know after all the 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 shit talking Eli had, you know you kind of set this thing up that you know. We gotta win. You know, then yeah. we gotta we gotta show the country that Mizzou is ready to to compete and go on to the next chapter and, and now you're you're looking like is this our quarterback? Is are we gonna lose any more players in the portal? I mean, there's just so many question marks and um I that's a little discouraging in my opinion because there's no reason that they should have lost this game. They were the better football team, Mike.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I think the most damning thing, perhaps, Shane. I mean, we just went through a whole season, and what do we really learn on offense? I mean, we got an All SEC receiver, Dominique Lovett. Hell, he jumped ship to Georgia. Um, yeah. Are we any further along with the quarterback? I don't think we are. Luther Burden had his moments. Had probably the uh, the worst moment of his college career. In that bowl game, tried to field that punt—I mean, that's that's a guy trying to make a play. I get it. I'm not going to bury him yeah. for it, but you you'd hope that his final game as a freshman would be his most complete. It was not. The offensive line was an issue, kind of like you said. Any holding, any false start—that's basically a the drive drive killer,
1: you know. Yeah. Oh, no, even but again, it's not just this game. It was it was the whole year. You, you know, we we even put, you know, the the I don't know what his name is. I forget what the the kicker, thicker kicker. Yeah, here's you know? the I mean, we we put him on a pedestal and there were several times this year he was the reason they didn't win a game. So, um it, it's just again, all the pieces are there. They're just having trouble putting it together. And sometimes having trouble you know figuring out what Eli's offense his true identity is so that's that's one another thing I just what what are we what are we going to look like next year I have no clue Mike yeah well let me ask you also about Florida Shane a little bit different story year one for Billy Napier mm-hmm.
0: they were playing with basically a third of their team maybe a little <laughs> bit more either opted out transferred or off to the NFL so you know I think the I hate to say this because I I just hate people who say the, the bowl games are meaningless, but I think that result to me is meaningless for Billy Napier and his tenure. But now that we do got the second most players in the portal in the SEC, yeah, that's that's not stunning because again, this is his first year. He's just turning over the roster, but I'm sitting here looking at what they've got. They've, they, they got a lot of young talent. But I don't know where we are with Billy Napier. I don't know if we're going to be any better than uh, six and seven, hopefully. You know, seven and five, eight and four. I mean, I think realistically Florida fans are not sitting here saying, well, we're going to win ten games next year, which mm. that used to be the standard down there in games. Yeah. Play. So, I don't know. What, what's your
1: thoughts on Billy Napier after just one year? <sighs> you know, I, I – I like the direction that he's heading in. Not necessarily the program. I, I think you know one of the things that that Napier hit when he first got down there, Gainesvilles, was he. This was a rebuild, and, and everything from the ground up, coaching. Uh, you know what they have there on the like as far as facilities. You know this was a rebuild, and we knew that. And but you can't really gut a football team even though you've got players on there that maybe you don't agree with or they don't agree with your uh you know your your policies or your your play calling here i think that's what you're going to see toward the tell in the season especially one that's not successful um you know you look at Kelly and what he was able to do in lSU well they had a hell of a season and it doesn't surprise me that they have less turmoil but you look at a team like Florida that did not you know compete in the east that Barely made a bowl game here that that kind of lost its luster toward the end of the season. You know, a lot of that may have to do with some of the pieces that are in that locker room. So I'm not discouraged as much as, you know, seeing all these kids hit the portal because you've got to have a united front, man. You've got to have the whole team you know, with one with one goal. I know that you know they say that, and it's it's coach speak or whatever. But you know, if you've got a divided locker room, brother, you're not going to compete in the SEC. So, right. um, I, I think this is this is just part of that gutting out rebuild uh, that probably should have happened last off season. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane. Well, hopefully,
0: not only we get one SEC win today, hopefully we exit with two because we got yeah. two. SEC West teams playing in their bowl game. Shane, let's start with the Liberty Bowl there in Memphis. This will be the first game on deck. Arkansas versus Kansas, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central on ESPN. The Arkansas Razorbacks, Shane, favored by 2.5 points. The over-under, 69 total points. Mm. both teams, Shane, lost three of their last four, so they're both kind of limping into this thing. Right. But as Sam Pittman tells it, brother, oh, hell, we're excited for this one.
2: (laughs) I promise you we'll be ready to play. Yeah. Yeah, so are we. Absolutely. Well, we're motivated. It's not like we – now, we've been bowl eligible our first three years, and and I'll go back and stand on – I believe we deserve that. Uh, recognition in our first year, winning three uh, conference games, um, just like we did this year. But uh, I understand. can listen. Kansas is going to be ready because they got a great football. Co- I like Coach Lappo's a freaking great football coach. He is. They're excited. They're going to be ready. But hell, two two teams can be excited, and I know we are, and uh, so uh, I know they will be, and shoot, they should be. 2008 and that's kind of like last year with us you know we've been it'd been a minute since we'd been out there um uh, but i can promise you we'll be ready to play uh, i i told them the other day this isn't this isn't the new arkansas team this is just arkansas everybody everybody that's here has been on our football team all year so it's not a new team that we're going to run out there with it's it's our team and um we're not making any excuses none uh, we've got enough good players on our football team that we can go out and win a football game. And that's the expectation we have and the players have. Um, but it's not, we're not new. We, we've all been on the football team all year. You're going to see a few faces that you're not familiar with, but uh, the practices have been lively and they have been physical. And uh, Dalton was 100% correct. I think it's, I th- I'm sorry, Bob. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, by committee, how we've kind of done it with the, with the defensive guys we have Trump's come in and helped us uh, coaching in the secondary uh, as well. Um, But uh, I think our football team feels like, again, I, I, it goes back to Trey's question. I think it would matter to us a little bit more if we only had a week, you know, to prepare for that, but it's not only the, the number of practice have basically doubled in a half that you can have for this game but it's also uh our coaches had more time to prepare for this game now lord knows there's been a lot of stuff going on in college football i mean unbelievable amount of things you'd think i'd be skinny right i mean i didn't have no time to eat but i'm i'm holding my don't worry i'm holding my weight good you know but there's a lot of stuff going on out there but we've had plenty of time what I'm trying to tell you is, there's no excuse for what happens tomorrow, none. We, we've had plenty of time to get ready for this game. Mike Shears is a capable football coach. He's going to call, he's going to call the game, and we got enough players to go out and win the game. And so I think I think the guys have uh, been very excited about some of the new things that Mike and his and and the defensive staff have brought. Uh, some, maybe some different looks and things of that nature that we brought to the table to maybe, hopefully, to try to uh, confuse Kansas a little bit. All right, Shane. So, hey, love this uh,
0: message by saying Pivot, but, again, I mean, he's got to deliver now because he's basically mm-hmm. throwing it out there. We'll be ready. We can beat this team. No excuses. We You know, we've had a month to prepare for this matchup, and that is – I got to imagine the way the fans are going to, you know, they'll rake him over the coals, as popular as he is, if they lose this one and have a losing record in year three. Does it happen or do the Razorbacks end the season on a right note?
1: What are you going with here, Arkansas or Kansas? It's funny. These guys are so close. And I think they said 106 years ago is the last time these two teams met. So, oh yeah, it, it, I was, yeah, I was going is... to ask
0: you, Shade. So Kansas is two and oh, You're right. I guess Arkansas. Yeah, but do you know the date that when those occurred? Any idea?
1: Well, 106 years ago. So, uh, <laughs> what is that? I'm terrible with math, but is that 1906, 1916? 1905, 1906 oh okay, so I see him terrible. Nick Saban was bored that year. <laughs> oh, you evil bastard. Did you see him out there stretching? Do you see that video floating around? Oh yeah. I told him it looked like me if I ever trip outside, you know. I don't want the neighbors to see I'm in pain. I'm just I'm just gonna play it off like I'm stretching in the yard. <laughs> oh, Mike, you uh so no, this this one right here, Mike. You know, there was a lot of a lot of moving pieces here a couple weeks ago. Obviously, with coaching, you know, losing coaches and stuff, right in the middle of recruiting season, you know, the portal talk. It, it, it was wild, brother. And I would imagine that locker room took a hit as well. But it's kind of died down this week. And I think these boys are going to be dialed in. Um, Arkansas, Kansas, you put them up and play, like, not just, not football fuck tug of war dodgeball you know field hockey whatever sport you want to play there's no reason that arkansas can't mop this you know kansas here they're just a better team there are a few pieces that got me interested on on mainly kansas's offensive side of the ball but you know that's one of the things that sam really hits hard on here is the focus that they had on defense they're going to dial up some new stuff here and 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 you know, kind of show us a little glimpse of what we're going to see in, in 2023. So uh, KJ's back. KJ's healthy. Um, Arkansas's healthy. I think that's that's a big one too, Mike. I think a few weeks to just kind of heal some wounds. That's Arkansas was kind of limping there toward the tail end of the season. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a factor. So – Mike, I think this is going to be a fun game. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, this is not going to be like a – I was watching that oh, Memphis game. Did you, I don't know if you caught any of that. Golly, there's, there's been some brutal bowl games, man. And I don't think we're going to see that here with Arkansas and Kansas. So, I expect a shootout, and I expect the best quarterback to win, and that is Mr. KJ Jefferson. So, give me Arkansas 35, Kansas 28. Ooh, I like that score, Shane. I like it.
0: That result, don't forget about old Rocket Sanders there. I mean, he's going to be running wild in this ballgame, Shane. How about it? Kansas, number 119 scoring defense in the country. (laughs) And we thought Arkansas was playing poorly. No, well, they're number 91. So, this is going to be a high-scoring game, no doubt. But, uh, you know, the only concerns I got for the Razorbacks, Shane, Drew Sanders opting out. Bumper pool not playing in the ball game. I mean, heart mm-hmm. and soul, your defense, that is a blow, no doubt. So, that, again, that that's a concern of mine, but you just hit on the key factor there, Shane. K.J. Jefferson combined him with Rocket Sanders, Matt Landers. I mean, this that's a hell of a trio that I don't think Kansas is going to have any answer for. And this is just a – man, this – I cannot state how much of a, a must-win situation – This is going to be, let. it's not going to happen, but let's just make believe here, Shane. If Kansas destroys Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, Sam Pittman's one of our favorite coaches, but, and hell, he just got a contract extension. I mean, this is crazy to even say, but he may enter next season. Let's not put him on the hot seat, but on a kind of warm seat. If I get blown out of here,
1: don't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, why are you talking that way, Mike? You know, I'm, I'm paraphrased. Because I'm letting you know here. how important
0: it is. He's out here saying <laughs> no, it's pivotal. this team it's, it... will be ready to play. If they come out here and they're not ready to play, people are going to be saying, what the hell, Sam? Do you what? You, where's your pulse of this team?
1: Well, one of the comments he makes is, "Well, we can't have excuses now," and, and I hate that. I hate. I didn't like the verbiage there, Mike. I want. I want to see my head coach come out here and just say, "Hey, we're going to put it to them." Yeah. I like that he says we're not. We're, you know, there's more than one team could be excited about this. This isn't Kansas's first bowl game. This is Arkansas's bowl game, in my opinion, and and that's the kind of attitude. And of course, he kind of gets into that in some of the rest of the the press conference. So, you know, I hate it. It's just these clips, but. You know, I I don't like that approach that, you know, we can't have excuse. You can't have excuse anyway. You should be playing a better team than Kansas right now. You've had a rough season. And and I think that, you know, you want to put some of that to bed, then you come out here and you beat them up. That's that's what Arkansas has to do, Mike. Yeah, no doubt. And that's why they're going to do it, Shane. Arkansas, (laughs) 37.
0: Kansas, 27. And I don't know if you caught it. Uh, my conversation on well, last episode with Steven and everybody missed it. Go back and check it out. But something I said to him, Shane, just look at some of the players they brought in via the transfer portal. Drew Sanders, All-American. Mm-hmm. Jadon Hazelwood, he's top 10 SEC in receiving. Matt Landers, same, top 10 SEC in receiving. These are guys that were basically non fact well, I don't want to say non-factors, but just nowhere near that level. Uh, Felipe mm-hmm. Franks, you could throw into that conversation. Dwight McLaughlin at LSU. I mean, on and on and on. They are bringing in transfers and making them stars at the highest level of college football. Beat the hell out of Kansas. Get that message out there via the transfer portal where you got to shore up your roster. And if I'm a transfer player, particularly on defense – there's not many more attractive jobs and or, or destinations than the Razorbacks because I'm going to get on the field right away playing yep. in the SEC where, you know, it's all the attention in the world and your stock can go from Drew Sanders. Again, I he was a touted recruit. I get it. Didn't do much at Alabama. He's He may be a hell of a first-round pick now because he was at yep. one year at Arkansas. That's the message you got to get out there and it's got to start
1: here Wednesday night beat the hell out of Kansas. Yep. I love it, Mike. That's that's the theme and it start it should start early. This is this is a team You know, a lot of people are worried about defense. You know, we don't need the defense to win this game. We need the defense to have a couple stops Mm -hmm. throughout this game, you know. And I think that's kind of what Sam's talking about by surprises and tricks up their sleeves, is we just need a couple of drive killers. But if you look at that offense, there's no reason that this team cannot score every single drive they're on against Kansas. And that's what I want to see is just a continuation, not a slow start. Can't afford this. It's a 5 o'clock game, 4 o'clock game. It's late in the afternoon. Arkansas should be ready to roll. And it's, it's close to home. Memphis, this is a great place. This is, You're recruiting there. You know, you got your kids in the area. It's a great great, great place to showcase what you got there in Arkansas. So mm-hmm. it's a pivotal game, like you said. Very, very pivotal game. Now, I, I don't want to put it on that level, Shane, but also very important
0: for Ole Miss, the Texas Bowl in Houston against mm-hmm. Texas Tech. The, the Rebels favored by three-and-a-half points. This game will come right after the Liberty Bowl, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 Central on ESPN, over-under of 71 total points. And why this is big, Shane, Ole Miss, they lost three in a row to close the Mm -hmm. season. You don't want to go into the offseason losing four games in a row. Texas Tech has won three in a row against Kansas, Iowa State, and Oklahoma. So three bowl teams here, uh, to the best of my knowledge. And how about this, Shane? Texas Tech, they got three quarterbacks that have thrown for a thousand yards this season, so they could <laughs> roll out anybody out there. It's a complete mystery <laughs> to me who they're gonna throw out there. But Texas Tech six and one at home, one and four on the road. So mm. that's trouble right there. Is it gonna be one and five on the road because they are playing Ole Miss
1: in the Texas? But who you got, Shane? Ole Miss, Texas Tech. You know, this one was the one I was worried about at first. The, the the more I thought about it, though, the more confident I got in my pick. Um, I just felt like this was going to be a natural letdown game, and, and kind of like what we've seen here in the first two games, just kind of a little bit of a lull, a little bit of dragging your ass, and next thing you know, you're down a couple scores by, by an inferior opponent. That's what it kind of felt like. But, you know, one thing that really stood out to me was – some of the comments Lane Kiffin made after uh, after this uh, signing day, mm-hmm. you know that they're not done. they're they're in constant communication with a lot of these kids that are in the portal, and I think this is an opportunity, you know, to to some of these kids that they've talked to is, hey, turn on the camera. Look what we're providing. Look what we're showing down here in Ole Miss. Look what you can come and help out with. And and I think that that's what makes this game very important for Ole Miss because they are pretty much showcasing their sales. They're selling themselves out to the portal and the rest of the kids that are in it that, hey, this is what I mean when I said you could come down here and you could have fun. We can win a lot of ball games. This is a team not too long ago that was top five in the country, and, and people have clearly forgot about them. But this is a good opportunity to get back on the map. You got what Oregon and North Carolina on one channel. You got Texas. You got Texas Tech and and, uh, Ole Miss on the other. Let's make this game the fun game. Let's make this is the one that the country wants to watch. And uh, you do that by showcasing your your great running game, but also letting Dart play a little bit. I think you got to get aggressive here because you're going to have to score some points. So give me Ole Miss forty-two. This, I think it's a high-scoring game. Another fun game to watch. Ole Miss 42, Texas Tech 28. I think it's a blowout, Mike. Yeah. There you go.
0: Oh, man, I'd love to see it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, you know, I think, um, like you said, I mean, I I, I kind of forgot myself, Shane. This was a, what, top five team here, 7-0, and looking towards the college football playoff till. Uh, obviously, losing three of the last or four of the last five to to close out the season. I mean, it, they were red hot, all the confidence in the world, and then, you know, it came crashing down, obviously. But, you mm-hmm. know, this is a very young team, Shane. You mentioned Jackson Dart, Quinshaw Junkins, one of the best running backs in the country. I think uh, having a month off to reset get that elite coaching they're getting from Lane Kiffin and his coaching staff. I think that's mm-hmm. going to lead to just a, you know, you, you want to get that bad taste out of your mouth, but also with, with having such a young roster, the, this is the time those guys excel. Cause they're getting all the reps in the world. They're rested. A lot of these young players coming in, you know, it's all fun and games here, Shane in August and September and even a little bit into October. But then, My God, when November hits, you hit that damn wall. I think that's what happened in Oxford. Now that they've had a month off here to get up for this game, to face the number 89 rush defense in the country. Get the hell out of here with that, (laughs) Texas Tech. 89 in the country. Give me a break. Uh, Texas Tech, though, they do have a top 10 red zone offense and red zone defense. Only Georgia can – say they got top 10 in both those categories. So Texas Tech does excel in the red zone. That's a little bit of a danger zone. Got to convert in a red zone when you get down there. If Ole Miss can do that, you're exactly right. They'll blow them out. And one final thing I want to say, because this is, you know, the the, the Pirate is, is so connected to Texas Tech. He's obviously right. connected to Ole Miss, his final win there. I throw this up on the screen for anybody that has not seen it yet. Even Ole Miss – is wearing the Mike Leach Pirate sticker on their helmet for this bowl game. So that that's outstanding, Shane. The spirit of the Pirate going to be happy <laughs> on Wednesday because Texas Tech owes him money. Pay that money. You're going to pay it <laughs> on the field here. Ole Miss 38, Texas Tech 33. Ole Miss writes the ship here, goes into the offseason with
1: a big win. Absolutely, man. That's. I bet they do a good thing here. Uh, I I I've heard a couple of things, so that's one one thing I should have mentioned uh, with the pirate here. They're going to have some stuff pregame and midgame here, uh, you know, because he does mean a lot to the state of Mississippi, and obviously with with Texas Tech, uh, yeah, you know, spent several years down there. So again, uh, miss the Pirate. They've been a train wreck without him. You know that was the dumbest
0: damn thing they
1: ever did was run him off. You know what? That's right, man. It really is. It, and went went what three years without a job there for. I mean, it, it, we didn't know what the future held uh, for for Coach Leach. And uh, but I he put him on this on the map, man. Uh, Texas Tech. I, I remember uh, growing up that I used to pick them in NCAA just because of that offense that they ran down there. Um, you know, at the time I, I didn't even know who the pirate was. I was just a kid, you know, but he just, he made it fun. I wanted to, I wanted to be, I wanted to be part of the red Raider nation, you know, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be a fun game to watch brother. I think, I think they all are. I, I think both of these are sneaky, good games. And, um, Part of me is is kind of more reserved. I, I keep thinking uh, of of some of the lackluster performances we've seen so far from the SEC, mm-hmm. but there's there's just a part of me that thinks like. Man, these teams got a lot to prove, and it's a pivotal matchup, like you said, with Sam Pittman. You don't want to you want a loss here against Kansas you, going into a new season. You and if you're old Miss again, you're you're showcasing what you have down there. You've just opened up a relationship with some of those kids in the portal, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if some of them are not there. Just seeing what uh what Lane Kiffin's putting on the field, so I think this is going to be a really really fun, electrifying offensive game. Uh, come uh, it comes tomorrow, right, or tonight? Right, if tonight. You're to this. And yeah, you know, basically the
0: rest of the week. I I, I don't know about Thursday, but the rest I mean the, the rest of the week loaded with SEC matchups. So this is going to be one heck of an evening here, Shane, with double SEC action here. All Wednesday, Friday, some huge games. Saturday, of course, Mm -hmm. epic playoff games. Monday, we got a doubleheader in the SEC. So, this is going to be the start of a great, great run for the SEC. It starts Wednesday night. We're snapping the streaks, not losing
1: another bowl game. You know what? Nope. Winning out, baby. The SEC winning out. (laughs) (laughs) If they don't, delete this pod, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Delete it immediately. Can't have it floating around. Just kidding. Just (laughs) kidding. Well, man, I
0: think that's a great place uh, to cut it. Uh, Appreciate you, as always. appreciate, Appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All
1: right. See you guys. Go Balls.